0: Holy fuck. That was diabolical. Welcome to the Diabolical 7. It's Entertainment Talks Podcast for the Boys on Amazon Prime Video. I'm your host Matthew and this is for season 3 episode 8, The Instant White Hot Wild. Yeah, I'm not typing that in. That's too long in the title. <laughs> uh, I'm your host Matthew and yet yeah, season 3 finale, season 3 episode 8. Um so that's the episode that we're covering today. Just a note before I get into anything in case you can't tell, I am sick at the moment. I'm generally fine, but of course my voice probably sounds a bit different than usual. Um, if I do cough at some point through the episode, which I'll probably do, I apologise for that. But yeah, that's why I haven't got out to see uh, Thor Love and Thunder yet. But um, hopefully I will do those things at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, apologies for all all of my uh, my illness stuff going on. Season 3, episode 8. Uh, season finale, renewed for season 4, so we still are, still have at least another one to go. I thought this episode was good. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was good. I thought that there were some interesting choices made throughout. Um, there was one really big turning point for me in this episode, um, and if they had stuck to what you're intended to think at one point i would have not been very happy with this episode uh what i'm referring to is of course when uh Maeve had died in quotes because she pushes a soldier boy out the window um <clears throat> but uh then you have like a remembering queen Maeve thing but it turns out she survived that somehow i suppose um, I'm not going to moan about the logistics there. I'm just happy that she survived. I would have said if she'd have died from that. Or if Homelander had killed her. Because obviously she's fighting with Homelander. I would have labelled Queen Maeve as one of the most. If not the most. Underserviced characters on television. But of course she didn't die. Uh, she seems like she's going to take a break for a bit. Obviously there's there's a few characters that are sort of wounded. By the end of this episode. Uh, which is fine. you know We'll see where everyone's at. Beginning of next season. Uh, pacing wise. Structure wise. Episode was pretty good. I uh, didn't feel like it was too long. Too short. I felt the structure was pretty good. Um, of course we do have an actual character. To have to talk about with Black Noir. I don't imagine that he's going to. Be surviving that. Um, so do I feel like Black Noir. Was serviced or under serviced. How am I feeling on that front. I was whelmed by that. I was pretty shocked. But the thing is, right, with those types of scenes with Homelander, if he's if Homelander's pissed off at you, pissed. Did I say it right? If Homelander is pissed off at you, and he's like doing the sort of fake nice thing that he does, and he puts his uh, what was it hand on your shoulder. You need to be backing off a bit, you know what I mean? But Black Noir didn't, and of course he basically got his guts punched and ripped out. Um, With Black Noir, I think they pulled a Walking Dead with him. Now, for those of you who either dropped out of The Walking Dead or have never seen it and don't know what I'm talking about, on The Walking Dead they tend to do something where, because of course there's cast of, I'm talking about the main show of course as well with The Walking Dead. On The Walking Dead they tend to... Because they've got such a massive cast. Like much bigger than what The Boys has got. But you'll sometimes have episodes of The Walking Dead. Where either a side sort of character. Or a recurring character. Will get a bit more story. In an episode. Of like oh a bit more backstory. A bit more character development. So that you just care about them to a certain point. Where they kill them off at the end of an episode. And... The more and more The Walking Dead has done that, the more obvious it's become. I don't think that's exactly what happened here, because I think Black Noir's big character episode was last episode. But they just did it the one after. So it to me it's pretty much the same thing. It's not a terrible thing to do to a character. Um <coughs> but um I I wasn't sort of like, Oh damn, they really underserviced him. I thought like okay, like I mean <sighs> yeah it's it's like with queen Maeve, right if they had have killed her off i'd have been like okay you completely underserviced this character but they at least did some good amount of work with black noir in this episode and the previous excuse me and in the previous one um so that to me they did just enough um because they gave him a good chunk of last week's episode and you got the bit of the flashback stuff earlier in the season so they, they did just enough to where i think i was whelmed i was like okay, still kind of shocked that, like, it's that shocking moment of literally the gut punch thing, isn't it? And again, wasn't shocked by the violence, because it's the boys, and we should all kind of be used to it by now. Um, but no, I thought his death was, was okay, it was fine, could have been better, could have, uh, I mean, the only thing that would have made that scene a bit better is if they actually had a bit of a fight. Um, that would have, that would have been the thing to make that scene better. Um, but obviously it was supposed to be literally a gut punch <laughs> type of thing so yeah um but no i I thought that was okay i thought that was that was fine to me when it comes to like the main seven black noir people like black noir and obviously translucent you know translucent died in what the first few episodes uh he was the for those of you that might not remember he was the invisible one out of the group um he died at a certain point during season one <laughs> um but black noir was kind of the one that had never really had like Like, when you look at the Seven and you think of the big characters, you think of Homelander, obviously, is, like, pretty much the biggest character on the show. You think of Maeve, kind of. Um, Her character development is still severely lacking, I think, Queen Maeve. I mean, she got a good amount given in this episode, but I still think she's being really underserviced. Um, Starlight, obviously, has a lot of screen time. Um, By the way, everybody, do you remember that she's got powers? (laughs) Yeah. Um it it's funny with like if we're talking about character character <coughs> development. Starlight has had a lot of screen time and I was very underwhelmed and very disappointed with the relationshipy stuff uh with her and uh Huey. I I found it genuinely quite boring by the end and there's a long scene in this episode as well and I I didn't care for that. I don't, I don't think that that's that particular story is being told for a while because I also don't understand all of Annie's motivations, and I, I had spoken about that before in a in a previous episode um, when she started to become kind of pissed off at Huey. I, I didn't really quite fully get it, so that that didn't work for me. But what what kind of frustrates me a bit about this show, and it almost frustrated me again in this episode. Is when you're making a show about comic book characters that have got powers. Okay, not every character in the show has got powers. But a good chunk of them do. And you use them as little as you do. It it kind of annoys me a bit. But then what the boys, the show, tends to do. Is give them give you scenes of those powers in big set pieces. um, Like they had in this episode. You get like a big long kind of fight and then that's it for a while. And that's fine. But like... I mean, before this episode, I mean, Annie's, like, you know, lit her eyes up a few times during the season and threatened people. When was the last time she actually used her powers in the way that she did in this episode? Wasn't this season. It hasn't happened this season. Uh, so it would have been some point last season. That, that's a long time for a character to not really do anything. I almost feel like sometimes with the show, there's there's too much threat and not much action there's a lot of characters that are threatening each other of like oh i'm gonna blow you up or i'm gonna rip you apart and then they don't do it um but then it does lead up to these bigger scenes so i don't know it's a it's a bit of a sticking point for me with the boys in terms of how it handles all of that um but i suppose with black Noir's death it does show some it does show some level of stakes like instead of homelander putting a shoulder on him and being like you know you watch out or something and then walking away he actually got punched him so yeah uh by the way just on the stormfront stuff i did mention last week's episode if they don't mention stormfront like properly i will drop that i'm now going to assume that stormfront is completely dead i just wanted to wait until the actual season finale i mean she's on a poster in this episode but that doesn't really mean anything so there's that uh, who else died in this episode Uh, soldier boy didn't quite die now I, I didn't quite understand the mechanics of like he's doing one of his big and he describes it as his hero gasm thing he's doing one of his big energy exploding things I don't know if it's got a specific name but he's doing that right and so he's about to explode there's lots of like vulnerable people in the area so like more human level people right uh, like Frenchie and M.M. are in the area Um, she runs up to him, pushes him out the window, he explodes, but he doesn't explode in the normal way, there's like a gas cloud type of thing, we didn't really see that before, um, and obviously he was getting, um, the gas mask thing, or whatever you want to call that, they were injecting him with something, so... I don't know, but he's been put back in a uh, cryo chamber of sorts. I suspect he'll be back next season. I wouldn't mind a little bit of a time jump, actually, at the start of next season. Because um, what what I don't want to do next season is get back to the show and then, like, they're still recovering from the events of last season. I kind of want them to kick things on a bit and, like, kick some time on. So, we shall see. Uh, what else do we have to talk about? I think that's it for the moment. Uh, But let's talk about our sponsor currently. Of course, we are currently sponsored by Manscaped. Um, So if you are a man uh, who is looking for some more grooming products, uh, you know, some different shavers, maybe some nose hair trimmers, uh, maybe some different, just some different general uh, male grooming products, uh, or if you've got a man in your life that you want to treat. So if you want to treat yourself or somebody else with any Manscaped related products, uh, we've got a good deal with them. So in case you're wondering like, hey, I'm going to have to pay for shipping costs and you know gonna have to pay for a full uh package order good news you don't have to do that with our offer with our deal sorry with manscaped uh so if you type in the promo code etalkuk that's e-t-a-l-k-u-k uh either in all caps or case, that's up to you you can get 20% off so a nice little cut off that order um, and free shipping as well so you don't get that nasty little uh shipping Price added on, you know, when you get to checkout sometimes and it adds the, adds the shipping cost, and it's a, bit, it's a bit annoying, you know, it could be up to about ten dollars, ten pounds. Not with this deal with Manscaped eTalk UK, 20% off with Manscaped free shipping and 20% off of your order. Uh, just to speak a bit more about their products, um, incredibly well made, they don't feel like they're gonna break at all. Um, packaging's really, really good, nothing's ripped, no, no, nothing feels like it's you know second hand with Manscaped. Um, ...even the, in the even the packaging within the packaging... ...because you've got little boxes and stuff and packets and whatever... Um, ...all of that is really, really well put together... Uh ...none of the products feel like they're going to break... ...the box doesn't feel like it's going to fall apart or anything like that... ...so uh really, really good professional quality made packaging... ...and products with Manscaped... ...again, ETALK UK, E-T-A-L-K UK... ...20% off and free shipping with Manscaped... ...so, you know, we're, we're pretty much in the summer now... ...if you want to get yourself freshened up for the summer um You can consider using Manscaped for all of that. Uh, thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring Entertainment Talks podcast, and thank you to for listening to them. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back, and then we'll talk about some more boys-related <laughs> stuff. See you in a minute. Hi there, and thanks very much for listening. Today I'm here to tell you about our two different affiliate links. The first of which is our Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend, but is our Kualu affiliate link. If you want to get started with a website and a domain name of your choice, you can simply sign up with Koaloo using the link in the show notes. They also have a live chat support system that's in the bottom right hand corner as well. So if you need help with getting set up, Kualu will be able to help you with that as well. The links for both of these can be found in your show notes for Kualu and the Amazon affiliate link. Alright, so recently on Entertainment Talk, again, not got out to see Thor yet, if I'm feeling better tomorrow, which will be for Friday, then I'll go out to see it, if not maybe the weekend, but you know, I don't want to rush myself out to the cinema if I'm not feeling well, because I want to be able to enjoy the film as well, so I will see Thor Love and Thunder at some point, Um, so just, you know, hold tight for that. Uh, But in terms of podcasts we have been doing, uh, we'll be continuing with Westworld, season 4 episode 2 is the newest one, David was not on the episode this week, He is actually on holiday currently. Uh, so it was just me with the solo episode still did the recap style and all that sort of thing but that's for season 4 episode 2 for Westworld so far with the season Uh, over on Gaming Talk Podcast this week we talked about God of War that was before the release date was announced by the way uh, we talked about an update from Sucker Punch. And uh, eFootball, made by Konami, has secured some new licenses for a few years' time. So we talked about all of that and our newest gaming impressions. CW superheroes, uh we did a podcast wrap-up for Superman and Lois. We just wanted to kind of like clean the slate of uh, our DC CW coverage. We've pretty much either, either finished or wrapped up every other show, either with a series wrap-up or a podcast wrap-up, because uh, we, of course, did a podcast wrap-up a while ago for the Flash but that's for Superman and Lois uh, we won't be covering Stargirl's third season I think is coming out soon uh, we won't be covering that so um, basically no, no more CWDC coverage uh, from us um, so look out for all that um, over on Netflix there's that little show called Stranger Things which a few people watched uh, it came out with uh, season 4 Volume 2, which is the last two episodes of Season 4, really fantastic, gave that a must-see rating. Uh, If you've not seen those two episodes, the first half of our podcast is spoiler-free, so keep that in mind as well. Over on the chat podcast for June 2022, I talked about the month itself, June 2022 being Entertainment Talk's biggest month. Again, thank you to everybody who's contributed towards that happening uh talked about update with the abortion stuff in the us talked about some tv plans talked about work talked about grinder and also talked about an update with patreon it's a long it's a long big episode uh so check that out if you'd like to for some general chat and all that sort of stuff uh so that's for that stuff um what else have we got that's not old stuff um because we've got like, other episodes of The Boys here and stuff like that. Don't really need to go over those. Um, must see review for Obi-Wan Kenobi Season 1 against first half of that is spoiler free. That's me and David talking about that. And that's pretty much everything we'll be doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Uh, also, just to note, Miss Marvel finishes, I think it's next week. Going to be doing a review for that. And once I've finished, I'm currently watching Star Trek Discovery Season 4. almost finished with that, there will be a review for that and then I'll move on from that to the Umbrella Academy season 3, the the, the newest one so uh, that's all coming soon as well Uh, but let's get back to talking about the boys Um, let's just kind of go character by character Um, Billy received some news in this episode that he's going to be dead in 12 to 18 months so of course there was the warning in I think it was the previous episode that Uh, If you take I think they said three to five shots of is it called VA that the green stuff that him and Huey have been taking that it will kill you. Now Billy's taken a lot more of this than Huey has. But I'm pretty sure Huey's taken because they said three to five doses. I'm pretty sure Huey's taken at least three. But Huey wasn't bleeding from his nose either. Uh, Billy was of course in the episode. I'm not quite sure where they're going with that. Uh, if they do, if they do actually do a time skip, like I've recommended, if you want to put it that way, um, obviously that gives Billy less time. Do I believe that Billy's gonna die from this? For, for some reason, I don't think so. I don't know why, but I just don't really. I'm not saying I don't believe that. It just feels like a weird way. Like, how would he die as well? Like, what what would be the actual? Because there's a saying in TV, right? Or in media. About okay if you're going to kill off a big character. Obviously Billy's a big character. You know. Because uh, the biggest two is obviously him. And Homelander. Right. What is going to be the. Mechanic. Not mechanic. How would he die from this. Like would he bleed to death from his nose. Would he just pass out and die at some point. Because. so Some people talk about like you know big characters. And like Oh. You know, what a way to go out, kind of thing. Uh, which you could say about Black Noir, like it was a very dramatic way for Black Noir to die in this episode. How, how exactly is Billy planned to go out then? Like the the reason being, okay, he took too much VA, VA or whatever it's called, is a bit strange, but what is going to be the actual scene? if he's going to die from this what is the actual scene going to be because billy's a big character like you don't um you don't take him out in the wrong way you know i mean i thought queen may have got taken out in the wrong way but she is arguably a lesser well to, to me the way the show's portrayed her a lesser character than billy now i don't think that she should be i think that she should have a lot more screen time i'm just saying within like the status of the characters um it's clearly Billy and Homelander, and then kind of everybody else. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't really buy that Billy's gonna die from that. But we'll see what happens next season. Uh, here we have not really got anything to say about him again. His relationship stuff with Starlight just doesn't <laughs> it doesn't do anything for me. So there we go. Um, I'll leave Homelander for a little bit. Actually, he was the next one here. Annie, uh, again, good to see her actually use her powers for a change. Um, I genuinely, at certain points... Because when they're doing that fight... There were certain points during this season... Now that the season's finished... Where I forgot that Annie had powers. I forgot. Like, if that's not a disservice to a character... Then, yeah. I mean, all of the other characters in the show that have got powers even the ones that don't, that injected themselves with things to make themselves have powers use their powers more than Annie did every single character in the show that at some point had powers used those more than Annie did and I find that quite disappointing um, but yeah, she seems to have kind of, I guess, made up with Huey by the end, but again, whatever <laughs> Like that that felt like such well, my other problem with that, it felt like such small stakes compared to everything else Like, you you two are kind of having a bit of this... What I would describe as lovers, Tiff. And, like, you've got two... You've got, like, Soldier Boy and Homelander. That, like... Okay. Like, come on. Uh, Maggie. uh, So, you've got Queen Maeve. Very, very glad she's alive. I was genuinely... Like... (laughs) When she has the explosion scene. And they're doing the, like... In remembrance of Queen Maeve. And I'm not... I'm not a person that really, like, rages. In fact, I've been kind of... I don't know if I will take it as a compliment, but I've been sort of complimented on how much I can keep my cool in certain situations, um, and how sort of calm I can be, which I've got a strange ability to stay calm, I suppose. Um, I I would have I would have not been happy if uh, Maggie had died from that, but very very glad that she's alive. Um, even even if it. It is a sacrifice I'll take. If her being alive, which she is, means that she has to miss like a few episodes to recover, I'll I'll take that over her being completely dead. Um, I thought her actual fight scene was quite good, and I was like, finally, like, because f- we had um, <coughs> excuse me, back in what episode five, four. Her having a conversation with Annie. And saying like oh I've trained And she's doing all this sword fighting stuff I was like this is great Show it to us in in the scenario And they did Um, Something which I want to connect to With Homelander very quickly So she stabs Homelander In the ear with like a metal Thing I don't know what it was supposed to be A piece of rebar or something And he seems affected by it At first and I was like oh a bit of damage. Towards him. Because you can. You can punch. You can kick. You can do whatever. The Homelander. Like he's super powered right. She makes him bleed. By his nose. Whatever. And you know. The classic. Kind of phrase. If it bleeds. It means you. You can kill it. Um. And the show has never tried to tell us. That Homelander is invulnerable. It's just. He's very hard to kill. But he gets sort of stabbed in the ear. And he has this weird looking reaction. When. Um, What's it called when, when he goes to see Ryan And he, fly, he goes away with Ryan right? And I was like oh maybe he'll be Because at that point I think that we Thought that yeah at that point we thought That Maeve might be dead right And I was sitting there really pissed off And then I thought like oh maybe this Will like maybe Her stabbing him will have Have meant that her training meant something. Because she's like affected Homelander. Uh, No in a later scene he doesn't seem to be affected by it at all. Now will there be like longer term effects of it. I will have to wait and see. But uh, yeah I'm not quite sure what the show is trying to tell us. About that. Because it it seemed significant. And then it it completely didn't later on. So uh, I'm not sure what to make of that. But again, fight was good, she actually uses her, um, uh, metal arm, wrist, brace things, I can't remember what Wonder Woman's version are called either, so forgive me, um, because she gets, uh, lasered in the chest, she kind of takes it a bit and then uses her, uh, her, uh, metal wrist things, <laughs> I don't know what the things are called, uh, but that was, that was quite cool, again, that's a, that's a Wonder Woman trait that. Like, she's a very Wonder Woman-esque sort of character, and I w- I've i wanted to see more of it for so long. And I got, like, the smallest of taste of it, and it was good, but still wasn't really quite enough, so. Uh, but she had a good scrap with Homelander, and I enjoyed seeing that, so. A bit of a positive there. Um, A-Train, yeah. Um, I think A-Train, to me to me, in terms of my interest level with A-Train, he has been redeemed. <coughs> Excuse me. He's been redeemed. I I like A Train as a character now, and that's quite something considering multiple times last season I said, I said on this podcast, if A Train had disappeared off screen, I wouldn't have noticed or cared. So going from me saying that to me being like, oh, I like him, I have the interest in him now. Um, two kind of notable points really is he's got his powers back, which again is a important. That's an important point for me with a super-powered character, which is that they have their powers. I've spoken before on the Flash podcast and on the Superman and Lois podcast, two shows of which have taken their main character's powers away at multiple points. Superman and Lois has done it less because it's been around for less seasons, but on the Flash, they've taken away Flash's powers or minimised them multiple multiple times, and to me that is not interesting th- an interesting thing to do. So to give him his powers back, he's got a new heart or whatever, because uh, he took Black Hawk's part was interesting. He's also back in the better suit, so he clearly took um, things Ashley's advice. Because Ashley was like, "Hey, you kind of back. You're you're sort of back, and you you know recommend you go back to your old suit. This rebranding stuff that you were doing, like no no one was really getting into it. Um, so I'm at least more interested in his character going forward. He didn't have as much to do in this episode. Um, of course, him. Ashley and um the Deep were um very scared of Homelander in this episode. By the way, the way that Homelander just shows up in that scene just puts Black Um Loire's helmet down. That was quite chilling. Um and lots of people have said, you know, Anthony Starr as Homelander, really good work. I, I don't disagree. I think he's pretty incredible as Homelander, certainly. So uh but no, A Train, I'm curious to see where they go with him next season. For me, I, I will take season 3 as a... For, for A-Train... I'll take season 3 as a rebuilding season... For the character... Because you actually made him... Interesting... <laughs> as opposed to whatever you were doing last season... So... Uh... MM... I don't have much to say about him really... He almost died... Um... I don't think I have anything to say about M M-M really... No... I'll I'll maybe mention him in the other scenes later on... Because he have got Frenchie coming up as well... Okay... <coughs> Kevin, or The Deep. He is, he was He was with, on my list, with A-Train last season, as two characters, because I said this about both characters last season, about The Deep and A-Train, and I said about both of them last season, that if they both disappeared off screen, I would not have noticed or cared. I've just explained my re-approach towards A-Train the deep is a joke of a character i actually like him less in this in this show i almost sort of because he's sort of like homelander's punching bag not literally because black noir was sort of homelander's punching bag (laughs) um he he's gonna need a, a lot of work. Um, I I would still stick by my I would still stick by my same comment last season that I made about uh the deep this season, which is if if he disappeared off screen, I wouldn't notice or care. Because when when you cut to the later scene, right? I mean, because it, sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. The scene where he's in the room with A-Train, Ashley. And Homelander, that scene is good because of everybody else, and mainly what Homelander's doing in that scene, it's not because of A Train at the Deep. Sorry. When they play a scene later on in this episode, which is um, Kevin watching this, I think it's a news report about his ex-girlfriend. Obviously, they've broken up now, and she's saying about like how not great he is and all this sort of stuff, and he's like shoving food in his mouth. Or he's like stress eating or whatever. And I'm, um, am I supposed to feel like sympathy for him? Because I, I don't, I don't really feel sympathy for him. Um, cause they've almost tried to do this like redemption thing with him. Because of course, he kind of sexually assaulted Starlight in season one when she tried to get into the seven. Um, and like then they've like i suppose because like the way homelander speaks to him and like i, I almost sort of feel with kevin that the show wants us to think like oh no, nobody gets him kind of thing like nobody gets what he's going through and like i just want him to be a better character really um yeah i just it's not 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 anything that they're doing is working for me with him so you've redeemed one of the two Characters which is a train I'm actually interested In him now Um but not The deep I just eh don't Care I don't care so <laughs> Yeah unless there's something I'm missing I, I don't think that there is But anyway Frenchie and Kimiko uh, Let's talk about Frenchie first great scenes With him uh get shot in the leg At one point he's uh fine <coughs> Which is which is good Um Yeah, I thought Frenchie had a... Had a pretty good episode. Um, This scene with Kimiko... I I love watching Kimiko's fight scenes. I really, really do. Like, when she's taking out these guards and stuff... It's really good to watch. It's really, really good to watch. And and she's like... There's a really nice touch with it in this episode as well. I don't know what the song was that she was listening to... But she, she opened some sort of Spotify playlist. She put her earphones in. And, uh... Presses play, does this little like tap dancing thing, and she's like, "I'm, I'm, you know, getting, I'm getting revved up, I'm good to go," and then she just jumps around and she starts fighting these guys. I thought that was brilliant. That was one of my favorite scenes of the episode. I, I love Kimiko as a character. I love Frenchie as well, um, but Kimi- Kimiko's got the more entertaining scenes of the two of them because of her fight scenes, but. Yeah, Her scene, her scenes with Frenchie have been really good this season Like, There's been some surprisingly Emotional stuff there this season I, I've really really enjoyed the two of them So um, Good stuff there, really really good stuff there But <laughs> Yeah just her like Whether it's her jumping on somebody Or jumping across the room Or using different objects Like she's stabbing people in the neck She's pistol whipping people There's so many different things that she does as well an interesting thing with Kimiko, right, cuz her power is obviously she can't be sort of shot or whatever, right? But her power is basically super strength, right? So she's not like Billy or Homelander or Starlight where they actually they shoot something, right? Billy and Homelander um both have like the heat vision, Ryan obviously does as well. Um Soldier Boy's obviously got his blast thing. Um you've obviously got um Called Maeve... Uh, She... Occasionally... Is shown to do things... Um, Then you've got... uh, A-Train... Obviously super speed... You've got... um, The Deep... Who can... Breathe on the water... Or whatever... Um, But yeah... Kimiko... Kimiko's got... Kimiko's got one of the... Not more basic fighting ability... But one of the... Less sort of like... Powered things... Like she doesn't shoot... Anything... Right... But it doesn't take away from her fighting scenes. And what makes her fighting scenes so good is the variety there. She's not just doing the same thing over and over again, right? Because um, even when you've got... Billy... And Homelander and Maeve... It's mostly punching. And although it's... Still pretty good... Kimiko's like jumping on people and doing... Do you know what I mean? Like she's doing different things. It's it's more interesting to me. So... Yeah, I thought those were really good scenes. Uh, then you've got Black Noir. He's... Dead now unfortunately. Um now I'm not gonna start speculating about like oh we might bring him back. I i think he's I think he's dead. I think he's dead. I, I don't know how I mean he did lose half of his brain apparently, but eh nah I'm not I'm not gonna start doing the whole what I did with Stormfront. I was wrong about Stormfront. I thought that she might be alive in some way, shape or form. Uh Black Noir is I mean because he's still got half of his brain, I think. That's why he can't talk, isn't it? I think. Um... And why he's got the helmet on. Because his face is, like, a bit messed up. I think. Um... But he's got, like, his... He had his gut rip, guts ripped out. Or intestines ripped out. And he's bleeding all over the floor. Like, I, I'm pretty sure he's gone. So, um... Trust his homelander too much. I think <laughs> the Deep is doing the same thing. Um... So yeah, there we go. Uh, Ashley. I didn't really understand... I don't think this is a show problem. I think this is a me problem. So Homelander says like... Oh, Deep, can I chat to you? And um, I'm pretty sure that's when he said about killing that MP person or whatever, right? Because he goes to his home and he drowns him. And then he says to Ashley... Homelander says to Ashley take off your wig, and she takes it off, and she's got like some hair loss going on, I didn't understand, first of all I didn't understand why Homelander, I mean Homelander's an arsehole, maybe he did it just because he's an arsehole, right, but what were we supposed to, What what is it from Ashley's character that we were supposed to... Get from that again I think that to me Like I didn't get the scene so if somebody Says like hey it meant this and I go oh right Okay it was meant that now I get it I think this is a that type of situation Um was it simply Just to Attempt to shame her because I also don't think That although she's got like a You know she's upset And that I mean the, The main thing that's going on in that whole Scene is Homelander being Intimidating so, Ashley being kind of embarrassed... I don't really think adds or detracts from that. Um, I don't I don't really get the... Again, unless it's just Homelander knew... Because I don't think we knew that this whole time as the audience. I don't think that we ever knew that, right? Um, but it was just because Homelander wanted to be an arse and embarrass her. That's That's all that I kind of got from that scene. Which is fine, but... Again, I, I don't feel like it was completely necessary. Unless there's something I'm missing there. Um, but it was fine. You know, far from the worst thing the boys has done. So, there we go. Uh, Victoria. Victoria gets promoted to um, VP, is vice, vice president, VP. Uh, and there's the other guy who's running for <laughs> the, um, I can't remember this, just the stupid guy's name. Um, she's running for vice president, which is the, or um, well, she is now vice president, was it? Victoria, obviously, she's the head popper. Um, straight away, Huey's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> like, they, obviously, they're all a bit worried, right? Um, and Billy's like, "She's got to go." By the way, there's, there were still like lines from Billy that were cracking me up uh, throughout some of these episodes, which is still good. Um, but yeah, that's that's a pretty good setup for next season, uh, which is interesting because end of last season, it was she's revealed as the head popper, right? So. Uh, I I think Victoria's an interesting character. It'll be interesting to see her pop some more heads. um, And we'll see what she does. Because she can use that as a political move, really. If somebody's in her way, for whatever particular political reason, she can sideline them and pop the head. If it works like that, I suppose. So, we shall see. Uh, But no, that was pretty good, so... Yeah, uh, Stormfront's listed here. Again, she wasn't in the episode, so I'm going to drop what I said before. Let's talk about Homelanders. Last thing I've got to mention, really. Um, oh, sorry, there's there is one thing with um, Annie I forgot to mention as well. So, she throws away her costume and mentions that she doesn't actually need it to use her powers. Which made me laugh, because I thought you don't really use your powers anyway. <laughs> so, uh, unless it's to threaten people by glowing your eyes. Like... Okay, fine. Um... So she throws it away and she's like fully in with the boys again. Everything's hunky-dory. Everything's good. And they introduce... um, Oh gosh, who is it that got introduced to the group? Was it MM? There was somebody in that scene that they were like... Oh, I'll be a part of the group. Why can't I remember who that was? Why can't I remember... Was it Maeve? No, it wasn't Maeve. She's going off somewhere. I can't remember who that was for some reason. Um I feel like I'm remembering that it's MM but I feel like it's someone else. No, I can't remember. Um so Homelander. Uh so obviously he's with Ryan now you, you've li- you've literally got an Anakin turn to the dark side uh Homelander is the Emperor <laughs> kinda of thing this really highlights something very something very important in the real world politics because homelander to, to to me homelander is the trump of the boys right obviously donald trump doesn't have powers that he can blast people's heads off but donald trump is a dangerous person uh obviously homelander is more dangerous but they've both got bad intentions and yes i am comparing homelander to donald trump obviously they're different ones a fictional character uh but still there's, there's definitely similarities between the two of them what made me sort of like you know when you see something political you're like oh my god i can't believe they've fallen for that right homelander kills okay like this this guy says you're a i think he says fascist he throws like a can of drink or something at ryan right um, still an innocent person, more f- far more innocent than. I mean, arguably you could at the worst you could say okay he assault, uh, assaulted Ryan, right? At 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 the worst, this uh, this uh, bystander person, Homelander then goes and blasts this guy head this guy's head off in public, and they cheer him on. Yeah, that's uh. That's a bit of a problem. Now, here's a hypothetical scenario. Let's say Donald Trump was still president, right? If, because Trump's got a son, yes, Donald Donald Trump Jr., isn't he? Let's say somebody, let's say Trump is doing, because this is like a rally thing that Homelander's doing, right? He's trying to rally these people up and be like, hey, thanks for support, all this sort of stuff. If somebody throwed a can of drink... Let's just use the same objects, right? I think it was a can of drink. If someone throws a can of drink at Donald Trump Jr. And Donald Trump, Donald Trump turns around and shoots that person, right? Which is, I'm trying to match the same equivalent in like a real world scenario. And although I, was this being broadcast on TV? I don't think it was for him. it's still a very public event, right? Would Trump's supporters like cheer him on? Because I wouldn't put it past some people to do that, and that's what makes me kind of like, you know, that sort of like uh, that 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 sort of, yeah, of course, uh, of course you would sort of thing. That was my that was my response to this of like, uh, okay, it's like no matter what Homelander does, like he's literally just killed someone, right? Because I mean, what what would be a realistic response if someone say, "Hey, arrest that man" or something, right? Or like argue with him or, or something like that. I don't know. Not to kill him because he's now murdered this man. But these people still are of the mindset of like, Hell yeah, homelander, you you go and all this sort of stuff, you know. Um It's it's interesting. It's interesting, so <coughs> but yeah. Anyway, um and again, going back to my earlier point, so I, I thought the look that he was giving uh, um, Billy, and it looked like there was something kind of off with him, right, after Maeve stabs him in the ear, looks completely fine in this scene, doesn't he, looks completely fine, there isn't even any sort of, like, like, he doesn't even sort of, like, squint or anything, like, he doesn't make any facial expressions, he doesn't sort of, like, wince or like tap his side of his head or it, like he doesn't do anything right there, there's no there's no sort of signals to oh remember that scene five ten minutes ago where he got stabbed in the yeah, air yeah he's being affected by that still there, there was nothing there so i'm just wondering like i don't know where you were going with that um so we shall see uh but hey right, who knows maybe first episode next season he has some sort of reaction to it or something Maybe I'm just overth- overthinking it But you know When when you ever show like the boys that focuses on Homelander the way that it does And you injure Homelander In a specific way and you take note And you make mention of it Um I kind of Expect that you have something Of note later on of like Oh remember this injury that he got He's recovering from it this way or he's struggling With it in this way like fair enough, if he's been like thrown around or punched or kicked, that's pretty normal, right? But he did get a stab wound, it, it, like in his ear, as well. <laughs> so I don't know, I don't know what to make of that. But there was there was nothing in that scene that indicated that he's injured at all. Um, but yeah, Ryan is little Anakin now, isn't he? Um, yeah, so interesting. Still got the support of so many people for some reason. So yeah anyway that's it for my coverage of the season of the boys i don't think i've missed anything necessarily um yeah it was uh, it was a good season i definitely think this is better than season two and i i had a lot of issues with season two that weren't issues as much for me this season still got a few characters that aren't great like you know the deep uh a train to me is like kind of back uh we lost a few characters obviously this season um we lost obviously a big one with Black Noir. Uh, almost lost Queen Maeve. I got kind of almost very annoyed by that. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how next season is. So again, um, very balanced to me. I feel like this show is still getting some things wrong, but it's still doing some pretty good stuff. And I I do enjoy, although I have my moans about this show. You know, they shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that. It's just me trying to give constructive criticism. Because then when I go and talk about, like, Frenchie and Kimica, I'm like, no, this is pretty good. Like, it's still got some good stuff going on here. And, you know, some interesting discussion points about, like, you know, should Homelander be injured by this? What was the mechanics of Soldier Boy's explosion with Maeve and all that? You know, what was going on with that? Um, A-Train's redemption-ish thing that was going on. Uh, the Deep still having issues as a character. There was there was interesting stuff to talk about, which is for for me when I am podcasting like this for a show, I want to at least have interest in analysing the things that I do and don't like. So the the boy still very much fits in that category for me. So I'll be back next season. I don't imagine that will be any time soon because you have to make the show, of course. But um, in terms of like ranking the seasons, I think season one's probably the best still. Uh, season three, I don't think hits those sort of heights. Uh, season 2 is the worst and Season 3 I would put as, as second. So overall uh, an improvement on the previous season. Which I think is good. But still not quite hitting the heights that I feel like it could be. So overall pretty balanced I think. Anyway for those of you that have got any thoughts, feelings, questions, comments. Did you enjoy the season? Did you not? Um, what do you think in terms of the characters? Who are some of your favourites, least favourites? Uh, what do you think of Homelander? Do you think he should be more affected by the injury? Were you a bit sort of annoyed slash scared or whatever? When Maeve may or may not have been dead? Um, yeah, let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about the boys uh, or anything related to it. Um, you can send those in to matthew at entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK's contact page, information in your show notes, email box on the website version of the episode, and a clickable email name in your show notes. Um, in the meantime, you can find everything else that we do on entertainmenttalk.org, uh, TV, games, films, <coughs> and Man United podcasts. So take a look out for all those. Uh, you can find us on podcast platforms as well by looking for entertainment talk if you want to support the podcast and entertainment talk in other ways apart from listening to the episodes you can also tell other people simply by just literally telling them about what we do and where they can find it social media you can spread the episodes around, well, not spread the episodes around share the episodes around on those platforms of your choice if you want to do that patreon $5 $10 level tier for the ad free podcast review options have a look at that as well if you'd like to uh, to check out all that sort of stuff um, If you want to find your TV and film news Like I said David is on holiday at the moment So I'm not quite sure what he's doing fully with Geek Town He's still posting some stuff so Go and check out those posts uh, Geektown.co.uk And Geektown Radio Again I'm not sure what's happening with Geek Town Radio But he's still posting things on the actual website So check out that as well um, He'll be back in a couple of weeks So Anticipate his return, I suppose. um So there's all that. If you want to find some content over on Twitch, you can look for bex over on there, trista B Y T E S. Go and give her a follow over there. You can also find me as well on Twitch at E Talk UK for my different gaming streams and FIFA Career Mode episodes. If you've missed those or the game clips and stuff like that, all of that is archived at the moment. It's up to date. Yes, currently up to date at the moment. Over on YouTube, which is Entertainment Talk Plays. Thanks for listening to my coverage this season. I'll be back next season. And I'll see you in the next one. Cheers and goodbye.